0: Hello, dear listeners. Praise the Lord. Thanks for tuning in. Welcome to the Unsearchable Riches podcast. I hope and pray that you are safe and healthy. This series is called the Slender Path. You are listening to the fourth episode called "Barren but Reassured." The word "barren" is often used to describe a condition where there is no yield. When a person is called one, it adds insult to the injury. Not a term which someone would like to be considered as. I can only imagine the battle a couple goes through if they are unable to have offspring. A moment of respect for those who have chosen to adopt children. Talking about the community we live in, some folks do understand the pain and back off when it comes to checking on a couple. Regrettably, certain folks are focused to keep a constant check on a couple. Undoubtedly, it's a rough phase one has to go through. We see couples either spend years to get it rectified or pass on it and move on to artificial procedures. My mother had gone through that phase where the consultant physician determined that there are no chances of having children. My parents didn't stumble in faith towards God and continue to pray about it. They were more focused on glorifying God for the miraculous deed he has done in my father's life. In December 1989, there was a revival meeting convened by an evangelical preacher. Thousands of people had attended it. After the meeting was over, he individually prayed for those who were present. My parents stood in the line and were waiting for their turn. As they walked towards him, the preacher asked them for a prayer request. They briefed him about the situation and he laid hands on them and began to pray. After it was completed, he prophesied as God began to reveal things to him. He revealed God's plan towards them and told them that they will have a son in the same month of the upcoming year. What a wonderful moment for them when a new hope was instilled. I was born to them in the exact month and year as God had promised. My mother was home when the labor pain had begun. It was a time when the Telangana movement was happening across the state and there were huge protests as a part of it. A curfew was ordered as it was chaos everywhere. It took a while for the ambulance to arrive and for my mother to be admitted to the hospital. The cops accompanied her to ensure safety. After a cesarean delivery, I was termed as a blue baby by the doctors. They couldn't confirm anything at that point and I was put in the neonatal care. My condition was critical and the breathing difficulty could lead to any complication. It was an excruciating moment, but their weapon of choice was faith and prayer. This reminds me of a similar situation I was in when my son was born, the day I was waiting eagerly for my child to be handed over. All seemed well until the doctor said, that my son had suffocated while in the womb and was critically ill. I can never forget that discussion with the doctor. When he used words like seizures and had no hope, I was dumbstruck. While he was talking, I could see them taking my son into the neonatal care and inserting various tubes. My son's eyes were closed and he laid with no motion. I feared to think about what would happen next. I was about to shatter when I looked at him but deep within I knew that there was Jesus in whom my trust was. What flashed in my mind was that he is watching along and hasn't made his move yet. Meanwhile I was asked to meet my wife and talk to her. She didn't know what was happening and I had no answer when she asked about the baby. She didn't hear the baby cry, the doctor showed his face for a second or two and immediately ran to put him in the intensive care. In the room where she was, other mothers were feeding their babies. Her question was, when will they give our son to us? Whoa, what a situation it was. My son was in the neonatal care for about nine days, struggling to intake the required amount of feed. Through all of this, God had strengthened us and did not forsake us. My son and I won over death God's grace in the epistle to the Hebrews chapter 11 verse 6 it states but without faith it is impossible to please him for he who comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a rewarder of those who diligently seek him faith in God is the fuel to get things done through his grace We often are at various crossroads of our lives and boggle while taking a decision. It is easy to drift away as the world is filled with numerous motivational codes and speakers. I've been through them and they had strengthened me for that moment. They're awesome to be put as a display picture or a status code. What they couldn't handle are the thoughts that start to fool around with you while being alone. That is what drives one towards madness or a dead-end. How long can one keep themselves engaged with various things? Can you engage with anything while sleeping to divert your mind? Do you have control over the dreams and thoughts which creep in while asleep? May I know which speaker would plug in their microphone at that point and start to give you some motivation? Proverbs chapter 3, verses 24-26 to 26 state, When you lie down, you will not be afraid. Yes, you will lie down and your sleep will be sweet. Do not be afraid of sudden terror, nor of trouble from the wicked when it comes. For the Lord will be your confidence and will keep your foot from being caught. These verses are crisp and clear and they point towards the rewards obtained when we seek wisdom from God. This wisdom will help you while being at those crossroads and lifts your head towards faith in God while the enemy provokes you to inflict self harm or endanger others. Kindly give a thought about it. I appreciate you taking the time and listening to this podcast. Please stay tuned for the upcoming episodes. I will talk more about my personal experience with God. Thank you and God bless you.